I didn't think you'd come back. What, you thought I was just going to ride off into the sunset and pastor my nice little church in Vanier? <laughs> Not going to happen. He's back! In a way, now I'm back. Good to be back. I can't believe it! I just don't believe it! I'm freaking out! This is Late Night Council. We thought it best to break it to you slowly. How about we get back to the important topic? Who's John Council? That's my grandpa. We would be honored if you would join us. Give it to me straight. It's perfect. It's unbelievable. It's amazing. John, you're in charge. How's it going? So what do you want to talk about tonight? What's on your mind? Middle of summer. Blues Fest is over here in Ottawa. And people are you know, actually taking vacations now, you know? They're actually taking off to the cottage and reading books and fishing with the kids and swimming and doing what families do. But here you are, here I am, and we get to yak about whatever you want to yak about tonight. 343-700-4390 is the Capital Region phone number. That's 343 343- 700-4390. If you're calling from Fairyland, Newfoundland, if you're calling from Snug Hill, Delaware, Sillery, Quebec, that rhymes with Hillary. What do you know? Or Hazard, Kentucky, one 562 4766 is your number. That's one 562 4766 all the problems of the world solved by 11 o'clock, folks, or triple your money back. We stand by that guarantee. JC at LateNightCouncil.com. That is the email address. JC at LateNightCouncil.com. You can tweet at us. At JW Council. Very similar to the email address, but shorter. As your opinions must be if you choose the Twitter exchange to engage in the show. JW Council on Twitter. I have a confession to make. And I don't know if I've made this on radio. I have made it, you know, in public, but I can't remember remember whether I made it on online radio or, or, or not. And uh, I have to make this confession before I give you my opinion on um, what was, I think, the biggest... Uh, 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 the biggest money maker in the movie houses this weekend, uh, Suicide Squad, which is, uh, well, I'll get into it in a second. Um, before I, I talk about that, and, you know, we're going to talk about whatever you want to talk about, but uh, I do have some opinions on this, you know. And uh, the beauty about having your own talk show and, and, and online and not having to answer to anybody except, well, you know, we want the advertisers to stay happy. And, uh, of course, the listeners, you know, you have a lot of clout as well. But, you know, like suits and people that don't know anything about talk radio, they're, they're not affecting, uh, you know, they're not affecting the show at all, which I'm very thankful for, okay? Um, and, and I don't, can't remember where I made this confession, but I did make this confession, okay? I went and saw the movie Deadpool, okay? Deadpool, I believe, is the largest grossing Marvel movie of 2016, it's doing very well at the box office. And uh, 
you know, it was, it was really cool and irreverent. At least that that was, you know, what the opinion was on it. And and I've I've regretted to this day that I that I went and saw the movie. But it did very very well at the box office because I think that's indicative of where our culture is at. And uh, Suicide Squad. Now, if you don't know anything about superhero movies, the two big companies in the in superhero comic dumb are are Marvel and DC. Okay. Marvel is Captain America, Iron Man, Mighty Thor, Incredible Hulk, Fantastic Four, the X-Men, Spider-Man, Doctor Strange. That's Marvel, okay? DC has been around longer than Marvel, okay? DC is Superman, Batman, The Flash, Wonder Woman, Aquaman, Green Arrow, John Johns, the Martian Manhunter. The Metal Men, the Legion of Superheroes, the Teen Titans, that's DC. And they have, you know, accounted for, oh, until the 21st century, between them, probably 95% of all the money made in comics and in superhero-dumb, okay? And, of course, now that, you know, these big blockbuster movies are coming out and, you know, com- computer graphic, uh, computer-generated graphics, you know, are, are, are making these crazy superhero stories, uh, stories, uh, you know, uh, um, watchable with real live actors. I mean, there's big money in this and, 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 but I, I yeah, I'm kind of hoping I'm, and, and I've been, you know, I was a superhero nerd before the, the, you know, the term was ever coined. I was collecting comic books in the sixties and the seventies. I was right into it, man. I could name you every superhero in Marvel and DC and give you their... And I could even name you the origins and the backstories of obscure comics like Charlton Comics and Gold Key and, and uh, even Archie had a fling with, uh, you know, some superhero titles back in the 60s and 50s, okay? So this is old school stuff for me. But but for a guy who's old stuff superhero and has fun, you know, I've been to two comic cons and had fun with my grandson, and of course my my uh, son, who's six foot four and weighs about a hundred. Back then, he weighed about oh, one hundred and sixty. He had an authentic Spider-Man outfit. You know, like those green guys that stand next to the penalty boxes in in Vancouver. Well, he had a Spider-Man outfit, and he's built so much like Spider-Man. He's guy's a dead ringer. So we had a lot of fun at Comic Con with everybody taking his picture and my little grandson in his Superman outfit. I'm mean, the cutest little Superman you've ever seen. So when I make my comments about superhero movies, just coming from a lifelong fan, I'm really getting superheroed out. You know, it's it's really getting it's it's overkill now, and and I know the websites are saying there's more you know a ton more super movie superhero movies to come, and I wonder whether they're even going to have an audience when they get there. Now, Suicide Squad hauled in 130 million, really, 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 really popular, okay, and. Uh, if you know, and and the reason I I brought up Deadpool is because it's. <laughs> Deadpool is, in my opinion, just it's superhero porn. Okay, it's just really sleazy. It was uh, you know all kinds of gore, all kinds of violence, and and some of the most you know gratuitous, unnecessary sex that didn't add to the. It's amazing you know how many movies insist on putting a strip bar scene in. I mean, if you gauge North American culture by how often people go to strip bars, people would be in strip bars more than they're in McDonald's. But they have to have the complimentary strip bar scene because they want to get that, you know, R rating and they want to have a reputation of being adult. And it's, it's, it's just, it's porno sleaze. And here it is coming into superhero movies now. And Suicide Squad 
is kind of, I mean, they knew this, the, the, the whole Deadpool thing was coming, and that was DC's attempt at, yeah, well, we can be porno too. We can be, have a, you know, hyper gore. We can, we can kind of put forth a nihilistic type story as well. Now, I'm leading up to something a little deeper than just talking, you know, comics and movies tonight here, okay? I always have an agenda. You know that. I'm looking at Jack, Jake, sorry, Jake Coyle's review of Suicide Squad. I'm not going to watch this movie because I know where it's going, going and I know what it's going to be about. And I know enough about Suicide Squad and what they did. I mean, Suicide Squad was a series of comics that came out, I think, in the early 60s. It was nothing like what it's evolved into now. And, and before you think about going to see Suicide Squad, Jake Coyle, and rarely do I read reviews, but this one caught my attention because it was a little bit fresh. It was a little bit, you know, breaking away from the mainstream, and I thought, hey, here's a critic that just might have a brain here. Suicide Squad, they're a gruesome bunch, reluctant to fight anyone else's battle, but forced to when the program's leader... The imposing Viola Davis, the film's steely backbone, implants an explosive device inside them. They bond in conversation over whether they've killed kids or not. Lovely stuff, really. This is what superhero movies has, you know, degenerated into. In Suicide Squad, one of the characters, okay, uh, the producer, questions whether a killer can be a hero. And, a vice, and vice versa, even equating psychopaths, this is equating psychopaths with elite soldiers. He would like to vanquish the triumphant superhero and reorder the comic universe for more comp- complicated times. But the only thing he may have killed is the comic book adaptation. Watching Suicide Squad, which will nevertheless make hundreds of millions of dollars. I think this critic here has got the culture sized up pretty good. Watching Suicide Squad, which will nevertheless make hundreds of millions of dollars, is to see the superhero movie reaching rock bottom, sunk by moral rot and hollow bombast, down, down, and away. Thank you, Mr. Coyle. Thank you for artistic, insightful rhetoric. And I know enough about the production. I've been following the development of this movie to know this guy's probably right bang on. I mean, I'm not surprised that depraved movies make big bucks. Look who makes these, look who turns these movies into hits. The same people that put people like Kathleen Wynne and Justin Trudeau into power. The same people who produce Hillary Clinton and Donald Trump to contend for the presidency. In other words, those are the two best candidates that the United States could produce. And we scratch our head and we say, what is wrong with this culture? Well, take a look at what movies make more money than any of the others. Take a look at the rot and the crap that people are feeding their minds with. And they want this stuff. There's an insatiable appetite for this stuff. And they're sending the message to the big uh, uh, studios, hey, we want more, we want more, we want more gore, we want more gratuitous, you know, uh, uh, Porno perverted sex. We want heroes bonding over whether they've killed children or not. These people vote. And I don't think anybody should be surprised why we get the type of leaders we get. Look at the priorities that the culture has. 
Look at how depraved the culture has become. All in the name of enlightenment. All in the name of progressiveness and sophistication. There's nothing sophisticated about it at all. There's nothing progressive about it. I mean, I'm looking at Coyle's review here, okay? He's saying that the producer of Suicide Squad would would like to vanquish the triumphant superhero and reorder the comic universe for more complicated times. These are not more complicated times. These are more sleazy, perverted, immoral, depraved times. And the only way these times are any more complicated is that we've run out of adjectives to describe how depraved and complicated and off the mark we've got. We have lost our moral compass in Western culture like I couldn't have imagined when I was even in my 20s and 30s. And then you got, and I'm not saying all the movies are perverted because, like, there's a, there seems to be within, you know, the, this insatiable appetite for perversion, there's also a very, you know, huge craving for, for family fare. There's huge craving for morality. You know, maybe somebody's got the light. Somebody's got, somebody's got the truth somewhere. I've never seen a, I've never seen a culture so morally blind than they are now. I've never seen a culture... So easy to fool. It's like, we don't care about the facts, just thrill us. Came across an article, this may be in the news tomorrow, I don't know. Will Smith is one of the um, characters in Suicide Squad. He plays Deadshot. And I know enough about the character Deadshot. Deadshot's been in DC Comics for a good 30, 40 years. And he's nowhere near, you know, what the original character was. But anyway, he's in the flick. And, uh, oh my goodness, I'm looking at, his, at his, uh, his statements. He's in Dubai, okay? The guy is in Dubai promoting the movie. And it's just my opinion, and of course I want to hear yours, okay? But his statements on, he makes statements on the election, in the states, he's supposed to be promoting Suicide Squad, a depraved, immoral, as the critic described, described it, the rock bottom of, of you know superhero flicks. He's supposed to be promoting the movie, and he gets talking political. And I'm telling you, it is his statements are some of the dumbest, arrogant, pompous, hypocritical, out of touch with reality statements I've ever read in my life. I would like to assume that a guy that is worth probably three or four hundred million dollars and is a very popular actor and has had access to, you know, experiences and people in the world that, you know, I'll never experience. And yet for him to say the dumb things that he's done, that he said, mind blowing. I want to share those things with you when we get back. Okay. This is late night council. I got all kinds of stuff to talk about at night tonight and you probably have even more. So take advantage of the phone lines. Three four three seven hundred forty three ninety. That's 343-700-4390 in the Capital Region. 1-844-562-4766 is the long-distance line. That's 1-844-562-4766. Got a special treat for you tonight as well. Listen, okay? Friday night was Freebie Fridays. I came across a commercial that was done by the Rolling Stones in 1964. It's way too fun and way too good to just play on one night. Wait till you hear this. We're going to save it maybe, whoa, maybe 10.30. 
45. You'll be hearing for that. I'll give you a good heads up for it. You have never heard anything like this in, li- in your life. It's so fun. Stay with us. We're right back after these important messages. Timo's 2000 Mobile Auto Cleaning comes right to your driveway and makes your vehicle look brand new again. Classic cars, bikes, boats, RVs, dump trucks, hot rods, tractors, transport trucks. We can even make your minivan look like the day you drove it off the lot. Did you spill too much coffee on your seat? Did Junior decide he couldn't wait till he got home? And yuck, maybe you're just long overdue for that meticulous cleaning. Maybe you want to sell the old beast. Smartest thing you can do is make it look brand new again. Timo's 2000, 613-327-8498, 613-327-8498, or go to timos2000.com. Summertime is here, and it's time to cool off with your friends at Menchie's Frozen Yogurt. We feature 12 flavors of frozen yogurt daily, with a choice of over 55 delicious toppings to choose from. The combinations are endless. Chill out with our new fresh yogurt fruit smoothies, or be the hero at your next backyard barbecue or birthday celebration when you serve up our exquisite frozen yogurt cake to your family and friends. Visit us at 80 George Street in the Byword Market and 3091 Strandherd Drive in Barhaven. Menchie's Frozen Yogurt. We make you smile. For 17 years, I've been taking my cars to Irwin's Automotion. 17 years ago, Irwin was renting space on the corner of Bank and Heron. His encyclopedic knowledge of all things mechanical and his no-bull honesty has resulted in his second move. He now operates a huge facility on Cleopatra, eight bays, and an expert staff that operate all in the same wavelength. Honesty, integrity, try to save the customers some money, and headaches, but fix it right the first time. Irwin's Automotion, 34, Cleopatra. Tell them Council sent you. That'll make them smile. I found on the internet, Mildred. Council's back on the air. Yeah, where you been, man? We've been doing this for three months now. Glad to have you with us. Joining the ever-expanding and quickly growing, I guess you could call it Council Communications Empire. I don't know if you're listening on TuneIn Radio or Google Play, or maybe you're still hooking up straight to the source, the Late Night Council website. Whatever. Good to have you with us. Tell your friends. Retweet us. Everybody says like us on Facebook. Well, that doesn't help us, you know, like us on Facebook. You know, talk about us on Facebook, you know. Retweet the link. And let people know. We've been kind of just kind of like laying back and just doing the show and, you know, and uh, keeping you abreast of what's going on and giving you that that uh, venue to, to vent and, and yak about the things you want to yak about. But we've got some we've got some amazing plans for the fall. We know everybody's on vacation right now, and people kind of laying low. And you know, I'm still putting everything I can into the program every night, and will do every night. But wait, and, and you know, things are developing. That's why I can't let the cat out of the bag right now. But boy, we've got some exciting things coming in the fall. Really, really, really exciting things. And you're just exactly where you need to be. 
And don't forget, you know, the default is always open line, open topic. And uh, I got a lot of stuff to talk about. And right now, of all things, I'm talking about the debut of the movie Suicide Squad. But the debut of the movie Suicide Squad has some, you know, pretty powerful cultural implications. And we're touching on those things. But whatever's on your mind, 343-700-4390. That's 343-700-4390. And if you're new to the show, you need to know that uh, John doesn't like being, John doesn't mind you know, somebody taking the show in another direction, and, uh, you, you know, you may think you're derailing it. That's okay. I mean, when, when, I, when somebody calls in and we start going another direction, I kind of find that quite entertaining because it's, it's like the show takes on a life of its own, and we've had that happen often. So if you, if you really feel passionate about something, like, don't call in just for the sake of calling in, okay? you got to be passionate about something. you got to be really, you know, your heart's got to be into something. Apathy dies on this show. We don't allow apathy even, you know, any room on this show whatsoever, okay? Doesn't happen. You get enough of that on talk radio, on, on you know, standard radio. It's not going to happen here, okay? 343-700-4390. That's 343-700-4390. 1-844-562-4766 is the long-distance line. That's 1-844-562-4766. JC at LateNightCouncil.com is the email address. It has to be under six lines. Those have been the rules for the last, you know, 20 years, and they're not going to change. Three, four, uh, uh, JC at LateNightCouncil.com, and you can tweet at us at uh, JWCouncil. Now, if you're just joining us, I was uh, mentioned, talking a little bit about Suicide Squad, what it's all about. And there was a really, really good objective review about uh, how depraved the uh, um, movie is. And in the words of Jack Coyle, watching Suicide Squad is to see the superhero movie reaching rock bottom. Sunk by moral rot and hollow bombast, down, down, and away. It's it's sleaze. It is sleaze, immoral crap. Okay, so Will Smith, yes, the same Will Smith, Independence Day and Men in Black and Fresh Prince of Bel Air, part-time rap rap star. The guy's in Dubai, and he's promoting the movie there. And you be the judge of some of these statements he makes here. I'll give you the report here. Will Smith was in the Middle East on Sunday promoting the movie Suicide Squad, but the Hollywood star said his time in Dubai is also a chance to counter an increasingly anti-Muslim climate surrounding the U.S. presidential race. Oh, good. We sent an actor over there to straighten everything out. Boy, wouldn't want to leave anybody, you know, confused. Right? Well, let's hear what he had to say here. The Middle East, this is Will Smith talking in Dubai on Sunday, yesterday. The Middle East can't allow Fox News to be the arbiter of the imagery, you know. So, cinema is a huge way to be able to deliver the truth of the soul of a place to a global audience. Smith also spoke about the upcoming presidential election, saying he he believes it's important to speak about the insanity surrounding the race. Now, I'll grant him, you know, yeah, that race is probably the craziest that's ever taken place. But when Will Smith says you can't allow Fox News to be the arbiter of imagery and suggest that cinema, cinema is a better way to communicate the truth of what's going on in the world, this coming from a man who's just started one of the most 
depraved movies to come out in, you know, well, I mean, the list of depraved movies, you can, it's almost infinite anymore. Cinema's more trustworthy than news media. Wow. And the public will buy this. They will swallow this hook, line, and sinker. I'm supposed to, we're supposed to trust a guy. Now think about this. Please think about this. Think about this next time you hear Sean Penn or Leonardo DiCaprio or some other, you know, pompous, arrogant, know-it-all actor who thinks they should be taken seriously in a realm that is not their area of expertise, remember this, okay? This guy is wanting you to take him seriously. This guy makes his living, and all the other guys I mentioned, they make their living pretending to be people that they're not. Did you get that? They make their living pretending. Pretending. And somehow, our culture has gotten so Dumb. Our culture has gotten so superficial, so easy to deceive, so easy to, you know, lead astray. That they take seriously men who make their living pretending to be people that they're not. In fact, they take the words of Smith and DiCaprio and the rest of them, they take their words more seriously than political commentators and historians and and sociologists and people that know the culture. Historians and sociologists and political commentators, they don't get invited to speak at, you know, these high-end affairs on climate change and at the U.N. People who are in their living pretending get precedence over intelligent political commentators. I mean, I read this and I thought right away, you're trying to be funny, right, Mr. Smith? Can't allow Fox News to be the arbiter of imagery, you know? So cinema is a huge way to be able to deliver the truth of a soul of a place to a global audience. Cinema is more trustworthy than news media. Oh, yeah, and I just happen to be, you know, one of the big stars of cinema. How how pompous and arrogant and hypocritical can you be? And everybody swallows this. Because our cultural... Historical and sociological IQ, cumulatively, is about as as equivalent to topsoil in Western culture now. And we are sitting ducks to be taken over by charlatans. And to a great degree, that's where our politicians are. That's the type of people we elect. We elect the people who can fool the most. And we are easily fooled because we allow pretenders like this guy. And that's exactly what he does. When I say he's a pretender, that's what he does for a living. He's a professional pretender. This guy makes hundreds of millions of dollars pretending. Now, why is it when an actor gets up, you know, people are like, well, yeah, but you're pretending. You're a professional pretender. That's what an actor is. That's what an entertainer is, a professional pretender. Oh, they're good. I'm not saying they're not talented. But they're professional pretenders. And we got a culture that puts more confidence and sees these people as more reliable than even historians and and sociologists and learned political commentators. It's insane. 
And we wonder why Trump and Clinton are the, you know, the, the cream of the crop for political candidates south of the border. And we wonder why a guy who's a child of privilege, who's never accomplished anything in his life, simply had a popular last name, was elected the most powerful office in this nation? I think it's pretty clear why. We have forfeited, we have forfeited almost, you know, the knowledge to govern properly. To shallow, lowbrow, rock bottom, as Jake Coyle called it, entertainment. Far higher priority than whether, you know, we're getting, you know, the, the best bang for our buck from our government. Far from our priority than holding our leaders accountable. We are so, and why do you think politicians aspire to be actors? Because they found that, hey, if you pretend, man, that gets you elected. If you can put on a face and you can fool people, the nation will give you the reins of power, man. So I'm in the business, I'm in the business of, of making people a little more intelligent. I'm in the business of kind of poking and prodding to get people to get more out of their leaders and to hold them accountable. And to not let them get away with this slop. Three four three seven hundred forty three ninety. What's on your mind tonight? What's the bee in your bonnet? Three four three seven hundred forty three ninety. And if you're listening uh, from a long, you know, far away place, I don't know, Moose Factory, Ontario, Booty, Illinois, Unity, Saskatchewan, Frost, Minnesota. Not Frostbite Falls. That was a fictional place that Rocky and Bullwinkle were from. But Frost, Minnesota is a real place. Your number is 1-844-562-4766. That's 1-844-562-4766. I'm going to take a break. We're going to give you some info. Play some awesome music while that information is going forward. And then we're right back at you after that. Grab a line while we're doing that. 343-700-4390. 343-700-4390. This is Late Night Council. Stay with us. Oh, this is so much better than a news break. And most news breaks, all they have is bad news anyway. Well, you're going to hear some good news. Just stay right where you are. But you get a line while I'm catching my breath. 343-700-4390 in eastern Ontario, western Quebec, or 1-844-562-4766. That's 1-844-LNC-IS-ON. You can email me, jc at latenightcouncil.com. Keep it under six lines. And you can tweet at us at jwcouncil. Don't sweat it. I know I gave you those numbers pretty quick. I'm going to give them up before this break is over. Unfiltered, unfettered, uncensored. I have one program director now. God. I don't always follow through on my instructions, right? But he makes it pretty clear what he wants. What do you want? What do you like? What ticks you off? I want to hear from you. Listener feedback means a lot. Almost means as much as what the program director wants. And don't forget you can download all our shows for podcasts anytime. TuneIn.com seems to be the best and easiest way to hook up with us. Or if you prefer Google Play, that seems to work too. LateNightCouncil.com. Stay with us.
Monday and Tuesday, it's news. Often some pretty good guests, too. Wednesday, it's Ask the Pastor. Thursday nights, we repeat the Ask the Pastor broadcast from the night before. And then Friday night, well, we fool around on Friday. We give stuff away. We have fun because that's what you're supposed to do on Friday. And if you miss any of the shows, well, that's what podcasts are for. 343 743390. That's 343 743390. That is the Eastern Ontario and Western Quebec line, the whole capital region. And 1 562 4766. That's long distance. 1 562 4766. Of course you can advertise on Late Night Council. In fact, the ad space is quickly getting claimed. Get in now while the rates are still low. Email me at jc at latenightcouncil.com for more details. can't change the world by listening to a podcast but you can do it by listening live and calling in and impacting the populace if you just want to sit back and listen to me impact the populace that you know that's that's your right that's your prerogative but uh, i'm looking for opinions i traffic in opinions folks 343-743-90 in the capital region that's 343-743-90, That's the long-distance line, 1-844-562-4766. Okay, I've made the decision. Uh, it is uh, 25 to 10 Eastern time here in the capital region right now, 26 minutes to 10. Got to be precise, you know. It's broadcasting. No excuse for imprecision, even though you're online. I, I can appreciate that. I have made the decision now at 9.45. Now, listen to me, okay, because I've already put the word out on Twitter because if people aren't tuned in, they need to tune in, even if they're tuning in just for this. Okay, i got a treat for you. In 10 minutes, we're going to go to the first commercial break. You know how we always go, you know, with, you know, like background music, you kind of hear it in the background. Well, going to the commercial break in about 10 minutes, I'm going to play. Are you ready for this? This is awesome. It's so good. It's too good to just you know leave the broadcast for one night. I'm going to play in 10 minutes. I'm going to play a Rice Krispies commercial. I'm going to play a Rice Krispies commercial that was made in 1964 by the Rolling Stones. I am not kidding you. You are not going to believe this. You will not believe it until you hear it. A Rice Krispies commercial created by the Rolling Stones. That's in about 10 minutes. I know you can hardly wait. Oh, and yeah, there are a bunch of you are gonna you're gonna sign off and come back on in ten minutes. No, no, stay with us here. Three four three seven hundred forty three ninety. And we also played we also played a band and we're not playing these tonight, 
But Friday night we played a band roll-on commercial by Iron Butterfly. We played two Coke commercials. A Coke commercial that was done by The Who and another one that was done by The Moody Blues. And then, and I was thinking of doing this one too, but it's just too freaky and out there. It's just, it's just weird. Jefferson Airplane doing a Levi's Jeans commercial. See what you miss when you don't tune on Friday nights? I mean, Friday nights we goof off. We have fun. Yeah, it's, it's a ton. Of, and you win stuff, too. It's awesome. But i got to play this Rice Krispies commercial for you. It is. It is. In fact, it's going to stay in my playlist. You know, some of these things, you know, I, I, I spend hours researching and finding these tunes for you and, and the stuff that we do on Friday night. But, boy, this one's a keeper. It's a keeper. It's actually not a bad tune. It's not just – it's so unbelievable to hear them singing about Rice Krispies – but they're the Rolling Stones, and, and, and it's, it's really good, <laughs> i tell you. And, of course, you know, if you want to call in and yak about it after, that's, that's, your, that's, your, uh, that's your prerogative. That's your choice. 343-700-4390. Are, are you watching the Olympics? Are you enjoying the Olympics? Really? Really, you are? You're, you're enjoying the Olympics. Okay, call in and yell at me and tell me I'm not patriotic or whatever. I think they're the biggest snooze fest ever. I, you know what? The Olympics could shut down tomorrow and we could never have another one and it wouldn't affect my life whatsoever. I, and I'm a big sports fan. I wouldn't miss them at all. Even the Winter Olympics with the hockey, you know? Got enough, you know, uh, international tournaments, and you know, I don't mind. NHL's good enough for me. I don't need the Olympics. I think they're a snooze fest. I'm supposed to get excited about men's kayaking? I'm sitting at the, in front of the TV yesterday, and I got one of those, you know, overexpensive, uh, never get what you pay for uh, cable packages, and I'm looking at the events as they're listed on the guide. Oh yeah, men's kayaking. Yeah, hold me back for that. Diving. You got to be kidding. Diving? Well, it's only once every four years. Hey, how about once every 40 years? And even then, I wouldn't even tune in. Women's rugby? Women's rugby. Now, I did, because I thought it was so silly, you know, and and you want to yell at me because you think I'm wrong, go for it, okay? Please call in. I looked at the women's rugby in Rio, okay? And I looked at the stands. I've seen more people at my grandson's baseball games than were at that women's rugby game. you got to be kidding. And I'm thinking of the billions of dollars in advertising and hype. And I listen to I listen to online radio a lot, okay? Because the best radio and the best commentary and talk you can get now is on online radio. There are some stations in the capital region that are wise enough that they have, you know, brought some of these online radio stations into syndication, and they're playing them, okay? And almost all of the online sports stations now, oh my goodness, the boring drivel, it's pathetic. All you're hearing about is, you know, sports personalities and commentators talking about the hotels, talking about the crap in the water, talking about how, you know, the public trend, who cares? I mean, that's what the Olympics is degenerated into, a travel log for wherever it is. Who cares? There's a reason why we don't give, you know, media space to these obscure sports, okay? There's a reason why nobody watches them. 
Because they're boring, 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 boring. Oh, what about the human drama? What about the achievement? Uh, Okay, fine. Call in and argue with me then. If I want to read about that, you know, I can see that in the news every night. Although, you know, news media is getting, it seems to be getting weaker and weaker in in its ability to, you know, uh, make us... Make us aware of, you know, important stuff. But every once in a while, a nice story comes along. And I got to credit Maureen with this. This story is one of the most original stories I've ever heard. I've never heard of anything like this happening. And I wouldn't have known it had not the late night council family kind of kicked in and shared it with me. And she got this from, I think it was the CTV News affiliate. And I'm not going to replay it because that would be illegal, but I can describe it to you. And I did, I did uh, tweet out the link. If you, fo- if you go to my Twitter account or go to the Late Night Council uh, Facebook page, you can see this story. And I'm not a big guy for tear-jerking, heartwarming stories, okay? That, that's, I don't know. But this really got me. She sent me a story. Get this, okay? Now, who would ever thought of this, okay? She sent me a story of a bride that was getting married, okay, in, in the Toronto area. And the guy who walked her down the aisle, you know, that gave away the bride. I'm doing a wedding this Saturday, so maybe I'll repeat the story. It's kind of fun. The guy that gave her away, listen to this. Her dad died years ago, okay? But her dad, her dad allowed his organs to be harvested for transplant, okay? Well, the guy that got her dad's heart in the accident... They found him, and he's the guy that gave her away in the wedding. What do you think of that? And the footage shows him, shows her going up and putting his hand on his heart. And she's saying, it's the first time I've heard and felt my father's heartbeat and I don't know how many years. Isn't that a cool story? Doesn't that make you feel good? I mean, that... I've never even heard anybody, you know, writing a fictional article or telling a story ever coming up with something as original as that. But think, think, I mean, I'm thinking of the bride's mom. I'm thinking of the family. I mean, it showed her sister, you know, because, I mean, the guy died. It sounds like he died in a car accident. He was quite healthy. He, was, he, was, he wasn't that old. He would have been in his, it looked like from the footage, he would have been late 40s, okay? He could imagine how tragic that is. And somehow they tracked down, or maybe they were in touch with the recipient of, the, of their father's heart. And he ended up giving her away, walking her down the aisle. Is that cool or what, eh? I think it is. If you don't think that's cool, well, you probably got a heart of stone, or maybe you're one of those people that are easy to fool and you vote for liars and charlatans. I mean, I can't be too hard on you because, my goodness, that seems to be all that's available, right? 343-700-4390 is the capital region number. That's 343-700-4390. 1-844-562-4766. That's the long-distance line. 1-844-562-4766. You can tweet at me at JW Council. 
you can email me at jc at latenightcouncil.com. Okay, as promised, okay? I'm going a, a couple minutes early, but that's okay. I just want to, maybe I want to honor the people that are tuning in and they're not just tuning in just to, to hear this. Friday night, of course, we if you, well, I guess you don't know if you didn't tune in, uh, we did uh, some of the most iconic commercials ever on Friday night. And people were calling in naming the products from these iconic commercials. And then I did one segment of, uh, of commercials that were done by rock bands. Rock bands that you'd never dream in a million years would do commercials. Well, we're going to go to, you know, our important messages right now. And instead of me giving you some background tunes, I'm going to play leading up to our own commercials. You're going to hear a commercial for Rice Krispies that was made in 1964 by the Rolling Stones. I guess back then, when they were just starting out and trying to make it big, they probably agreed to do anything for a little bit of money. And I, I can't imagine any other reason than why they would do uh, uh, this commercial here. And I think it's pretty good. You want to call in and comment on it? That's fine. But here's the Rolling Stones, 1964, selling Rice Krispies. Enjoy. Wake up in the morning, there's a snap around the face. Wake up in the morning, there's a crackle in your face. Wake up in the morning, there's a pop that really says life's business to you and you and you. For all the milk and listen to the sand that says it's nice. For all the milk and listen to the crackle of that rice. Get up in the morning to the pop that says it's rice. Hear them talking, Chris. Rice Krispies. For 17 years, I've been taking my cars to Irwin's Automotion. 17 years ago, Irwin was renting space on the corner of Bank and Heron. His encyclopedic knowledge of all things mechanical and his no-bull honesty has resulted in his second move. He now operates a huge facility on Cleopatra, eight bays, and an expert staff that operate all in the same wavelength. Honesty, integrity, try to save the customers some money and headaches. But fix it right the first time. Irwin's Automotion, 34, Cleopatra. Tell them Council sent you. That'll make them smile. Summertime is here. It's time to cool off with your friends at Menchie's Frozen Yogurt. We feature 12 flavors of frozen yogurt daily with a choice of over 55 delicious toppings to choose from. The combinations are endless. Chill out with our new fresh yogurt fruit smoothies or be the hero at your next backyard barbecue or birthday celebration when you serve up our exquisite frozen yogurt cake to your family and friends. Visit us at 80 George Street in the Byward Market and 3091 Strandherd Drive in Barhaven. Menchie's Frozen Yogurt. We make you smile. Timo's 2000 Mobile Auto Cleaning. Comes right to your driveway and makes your vehicle look brand new again. Classic cars, bikes, boats, RVs, dump trucks, hot rods, tractors, transport trucks. We can even make your minivan look like the day you drove it off the lot. Did you spill too much coffee on your seat? Did Junior decide he couldn't wait till he got home? And yuck, maybe you're just long overdue for that meticulous cleaning. Maybe you want to sell the old beast. Smartest thing you can do is make it look brand new again. Timo's 2000, 613-327-8498, 613-327-8498, or go to timos2000.com. It's the din of contemporary music. 343 
743-900-4390. Welcome back to Late Night Council. 343-700-4390 in the Capital Region. And I do want to address the Capital Region because there's a, a bit of a local spin on something that's been going on in town here that I want to yak about. And I would certainly like uh, uh, your feedback on it as well. Uh, 1-844-562-4766 for the rest of you across the continent that are dropping in. Eavesdropping on what we're doing here in uh, uh, Canada's capital, sometimes referred to as uh, America's hat. Um, and uh, JC at LateNightCouncil.com and uh, JW Council at Twitter. Um, for those of you in the capital region here in Ottawa, um, are you enjoying the Ottawa, the Ottawa Sun? And we spoke about this, I think, last week or, the week, uh, or two weeks ago when they decided to do this. And I was really surprised. I was, I was delighted that the Ottawa Sun decided to stop publishing its Sun Girl pictures. Now, I'd love to know why. And if anybody's listening, you know, that's got the ins on this, or, you know, like, uh, and, and usually, usually, you know, the call's got to be clandestine, because I haven't heard anywhere as to the real reasons why the Ottawa Sun pulled their Sun Girls. Now, I know it was sponsored by Shea 106, okay, which is a radio station. And I know radio stations do not have money to throw around anymore because they've been bought out by big corporate companies that have got, you know, the imagination of plasticine. And uh, they, don't, uh, they don't do anything creative anymore. And I am betting that the real reason that the Ottawa Sun is not doing uh, the Ottawa Sun Girl anymore is because they didn't have anybody to sponsor it anymore. And I, I don't think for a second that there's some type of moral revolution or, you know, that the feminists finally got to the Ottawa Sun and saying, you know what, you putting those scantily clad women in there, that's sexist, okay? Um, uh, but they, they just stopped doing it. And, and instead, instead, this is kind of cool. And it's always in the sports section anyway. Instead, they've, they've started uh, uh, publishing these iconic... Moments in sports, you know, when people win victories and, you know, early pictures of athletes that you haven't seen and nobody's seen these pictures for decades. And it's really kind of cool. I'm enjoying it. I really am, you know. And I wonder, I wonder, I, my, my assumption is that the rest of the Sun Chain has got sponsors for their Sun Girls. I don't know if Calgary still do. Uh, Edmonton Sun has got Vancouver Sun is still going. Uh, I don't know if there's the Winnipeg Sun whether they fold it or not. But the Toronto Sun, I'm assuming they're all still publishing Sun Girls. they still got, you know, adequate sponsor money coming in. But I would assume that the real reason is they couldn't get anybody to sponsor it anymore. But if you've noticed that change, I think it's great. I really do. I, I'm enjoying it. It's making the sun... It, it, you know what? It made the sun, it's made the sun here in Ottawa just a little less crass. Just a little less... I wouldn't say it was sleazy before, but, you know, when that was in there, oh, come on, you know. Well, and maybe not everybody reacts that way. Maybe only people that are married to, you know, incredibly hot women, like I am, okay? I mean, why, why do I want to be seeing a picture of Alpo when I get steak at home, you know what I mean? My wife hates it when I use that analogy. Oh, she hates that. She doesn't understand that's a compliment, though. Maybe one of you that know her could explain it to her someday. Uh, she's going to get word that I said it on the air, and I'm going to use oh man, she'll beat me up. That's a figure of speech, folks. We get along great. She's wonderful. She, there's no physical violence in our home. Not even imagined, okay? 
It's just, uh, it's been 30, almost 35 years of wedded bliss and no complaints whatsoever. And it, I would say my, my good, strong, healthy marriage is one reason why the sun girls always, come on, it's so juvenile, you know? Who are you appealing to, 14 and 50-year-old males? Or, or, and this is very real possibility, 30 to 60-year-old males who are emotionally and, you know, about 14 or 15. And I'm sure there's a lot of those. When I see what passes for entertainment and what appeals to that demographic, I shake my head sometimes and I go, oh, my goodness. Just my opinion, of course, always want to hear yours. 343-743-90. That's 343-743-90. Did you like the Rolling Stones commercial? Did you like the Rice Krispies commercial? Where'd you find that, John? I don't know. I spent half my life on the Internet trying to put out the best talk radio there is. 343-743-90. if you want to be a part tonight, right now, immediately, of the best talk radio there is. 1-844-562-4766. Got emails and tweets coming in, but I'm doing live radio here, and I don't have time to peruse them. But, you know, send them in. I'll, I'll take some time during the information breaks and commercial breaks, and we'll see what we can fit in. Uh, today in the National Post, got to dig this up here. Um, this, like, look at uh, those of you that listen to this show, you know, I'm not a Trump fan. Okay. I, you know, but man, the way they're piling on this guy and the way they're giving the snake in the grass, Hillary Clinton, a free ride. I mean, she's loving this. If ever a candidate should have scrutiny, if ever a candidate should be thrown in jail, if ever a candidate is deceiving tens of millions millions of people. It's Hillary Clinton. And yet, because she's in partnership with mainstream media, she is getting a free ride like like no other uh, candidate I've ever ever seen. I mean, uh, Elizabeth May comes to to mind, and Justin Trudeau comes to mind. But we're talking, you know, one-twentieth the media attention when you compare Canadian politics to what's going on south of the border. So I saw the National Post today, and look at this. They get away with this type of sensational New York Post, National Enquirer, Midnight Globe, tabloid crap. An incredible newspaper. The headline reads, Five Things About U.S. Nazi Politics. I mean, usually when you're invoking, you know, Nazism in any way, you better have a good reason for invoking it. Because that seems to be like the bottom of the barrel card that pulls out when people have, you know, lost creativity and can't make, you know, authoritative objective comparisons anymore. And I looked at it, and there's five things it says about U.S. Nazi politics, and every one of them, every one of them is a slap on Trump. There's nothing here, you know, about how Hillary Clinton, you know, is one of the sleaziest operators that politics has ever known. There's nothing about, you know, the, 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 uh, you know the, the legacy of lies and deception that has been part of her life ever since she's been in the public eye. And please, I know there's a lot on Trump. I know that. But dear God, the overkill and the overbalance of attacks on Trump compared to Hillary is, is incredible. 
Not one criticism of Hillary Clinton in that article. And it's attack after attack. Now, I'm going to give you an opinion. And, of course, I want to hear yours. That's what Good Talk Radio is about. I dislike, I dislike Trump's enemies more than I dislike Trump. Okay? I don't like Trump. I do not like Donald Trump. But I would take him over his enemies. I would. And, and just aside here, I'm digressing a little bit, okay? Have you noticed that, is it just me, or is Hillary Clinton taking on the physical appearance of Germany's Angela Merkel with, with each passing day? She's looking more and more like Angela Merkel every day. I mean, frumpy and grumpy and kind of like almost as wide as she is tall. Almost Shrek-like. She's looking more like Shrek, you know? She just really, you know? And the campaign is not doing her figure well at all. Oh, my goodness. Ooh, man, I'll tell you. Get in some jogging or something there, lady. And she's no, she's no spring chicken either, you know? I mean, there's, there's uh, pictures on the Internet now, incredible news sources of her doctor going around with syringes, and, and her health is in question. She had to, she had to have a, something to do with a, 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 a blood clot taken care of today where she couldn't go out on the campaign. She doesn't look like she's in good physical shape at all. At all. Now, Trump is 68, okay? I don't think anybody's expecting him to be, you know, packing abs. But Hillary, whoa, I don't know. The polls say that Hillary is at 50% now and Trump at 42. Whoa, got the big bounce from the convention. And uh, Jim Warren, who's a writer for The Sun, uh, and and maybe that's why I like The Sun, because they don't have the same old, same old left-wing crap all the time. It's so predictable. It's so politically correct. I mean, I can almost almost know exactly what the typical columnist in the Toronto Star and Ottawa Citizen and the Globe and Mail and McLean's Magazine... I know what they're going to say before they even write it. They're so predictable. They're so boring. And maybe that's why I like the sun. And sometimes the National Post. Sometimes, not always. You know, like, oh, wow, I can't believe I'm reading that in a newspaper. Somebody's actually got an opinion and a mind. Somebody's actually writing something objective for a change. And I want to share a little bit of Jim Warren's stuff with you when we come back after the information break. I'll give you the headline. It was, in, uh, it was in Yesterday's Sun. Trump is still a contender after a bad week. Oh, council's gone over to Trump. No, I haven't. Not at all. But I'm so sick and fed up of people piling on this guy. It's like they've got nothing else better to do. I mean, I can tell you're not, you're not a creative journalist. I can tell that you haven't done your homework. Is All you can do is tell me and remind me of all the bad things and the dumb things Donald Trump has done. You know, yeah, everybody's doing that right now. Your thoughts, your opinions, and if I don't get them, oh, baby, you're going to get mine. 343-700-4390. That's 343-700-4390. Look at that, though. First hour's gone already. Man. This radio show goes by way faster than it ever did when I was on, you know, corporate-controlled radio. Like lightning. 1-844-562-4766. JC at LateNightCouncil.com. 
Hopefully, I got some airworthy emails when I come back because there's a lot, I got a lot of emails I got to go through here. And tweets as well at JW Council. Right back after the info break. Stay with us. This is so much better than a news break. And most news breaks, all they have is bad news anyway. Well, you're going to hear some good news. Just stay right where you are. But you get a line while I'm catching my breath. 343-700-4390 in eastern Ontario, western Quebec, or 1-844-562-4766. That's 1-844-LNC-IS-ON. You can email me, jc at latenightcouncil.com. Keep it under six lines. And you can tweet at us at jwcouncil. Don't sweat it. I know you gave me those numbers pretty quick. I'm going to give them up before this break is over. Unfiltered, unfettered, uncensored. I have one program director now. God. I don't always follow through on my instructions, right? But he makes it pretty clear what he wants. What do you want? What do you like? What ticks you off? I want to hear from you. Listener feedback means a lot, almost means as much as what the program director wants. And don't forget you can download all our shows for podcast anytime. TuneIn.com seems to be the best and easiest way to hook up with us. Or if you prefer Google Play, that seems to work too. LateNightCouncil.com. Stay with us. Monday and Tuesday, it's news. Often some pretty good guests, too. Wednesday, it's Ask the Pastor. Thursday nights, we repeat the Ask the Pastor broadcast from the night before. And then Friday night, well, we fool around on Friday. We give stuff away. We have fun because that's what you're supposed to do on Friday. And if you miss any of the shows, well, that's what podcasts are for. 343 700 That's 343 That is the Eastern Ontario and Western Quebec line, the whole capital region. And 1-844-562-4766. That's long distance. 1-844-562-4766. Of course you can advertise on Late Night Council. In fact, the ad space is quickly getting claimed. Get in now while the rates are still low. Email me at jc at latenightcouncil.com for more details. Tune here. 
of all the tunes we do going back and forth to our commercials, I get more people inquiring on, John, what's that tune? Well, look him up on YouTube. This is uh, uh, the, the Dixie Dregs of the Dregs. Okay, the Dixie Dregs. What is significant about the Dixie Dregs is that their lead guitarist that you hear him playing in the background there, he is now the lead guitarist of Deep Purple, Steve Morse. And if you want to have some fun, now remember the tune is called the tune is called Blood Sucking Leeches. Okay, what a perfect title for a tune, you know, that's featured on a political commentary show, right? Kind of describes just about everybody we're talking about here. But that's now that's that's the tune is called Blood Sucking Leeches. If you want to have some fun, go on YouTube, okay? And they've got, and it would be from, oh, about 1978 or 79. And I, this blew me away because I've been a fan of the Dixie Dregs for, oh, oh, 30 years. I, you know, they're just a, one of the most underrated, fantastic bands. It, I mean, they're not together anymore, but their, their body of work is just legendary. Steve Morse, incredible guitarist. And, I mean, he's the reason that, you know, Deep Purple is still going. They wouldn't. There would be no Deep Purple without Steve Morse, okay? He's been with them now for, I think, 20 years. And uh, if, and when I found out that there was a video of, and this is a cool band. This is not your typical rock band. You know, it's on the cover of magazines and, uh, you know, groupies all over the place. This is, a, this is a musician's band. I mean, every drummer knows, every serious drummer knows Rod Morgenstein, who was their drummer. Every serious guitarist knows Steve Morse. These are, this is a musician's band. Okay, and they, almost all their stuff is instrumental. 95% of their stuff is instrumental. They didn't have a lot of big hits because they didn't care about hits. Their whole, their whole goal was to create just terrific music. And you could tell from that last tune, okay? So I was quite surprised. And, you know, I, I like tooling around YouTube, seeing what's there. And, and I, I, I found, lo and behold, if the Dixie Dregs hadn't made an appearance on Dick Clark's American Bandstand. I thought, oh, you got to be kidding me. No way. Like, that's almost the equivalent of Miles Davis being on the Mickey Mouse Club. I mean, you just, they're way too cool for American Bandstand. Way too talented. But there they were. So I go on there, and oh, it's cheesy. Oh, it's so cheesy. You know, everybody's got bell-bottom pants and platform shoes. And, you know, and, 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 lo- and here's the Dixie Dregs. And what tune do they do? Okay, they did some stupid, they had a vocalist for a short time back then because they were trying to, you know, uh, uh, widen their audience and broaden their appeal. So they brought in this vocalist who's some, I have no idea who the guy is. But they actually did blood-sucking leeches on American Bandstand. You, you see them do it live. That tune I just played. It's on YouTube. Well, Maybe it's not on YouTube anymore because these, you, these videos get on YouTube and then they find out about copyright infringement and they pull them off. But yeah, it's worth the search if you can find it. Blood-sucking leeches, Dixie Dregs, American Bandstand. A lot of fun. Didn't talk radio, Grant. Oh, man. 343-700-4390. Open line, open topic, whatever you want to talk about. I figure if I give you the right to talk about whatever you want to talk about, I get to talk about whatever I want to talk about, right? Darn tootin'. You ever use that term, phrase, darn tootin'? Ooh, you know somebody's mad, boy, when they start using darn tootin'. 1-844-562-4766. That's one 
562-4766. I want to get to that uh, article Jim Warren did on uh, another piece on the American election. It's not like everything you've read, though, folks. I mean, I, I, you can almost predict exactly what the writer's going to write before they start talking about the American election. But I want to get to some tweets and some emails here. Terry Toll, you can follow Terry Toll at uh, uh, Terry Toll, at Terry Toll. And Toll is spelled T-O-L-L. Terry Toll's been sending me emails for over a decade, okay? And Terry Toll fancies himself as a comedy writer. And, and he would send me so much stuff that, you know, it's... well, I got to say this for Terry. Terry's stuff is getting better. It really is. And I noticed that uh, this one has gotten retweeted a lot, but, you know, he tweeted it at me. And God bless you, Terry. It's going to get on the air because it's certainly airworthy. Actually, this is the first time I've ever retweeted Terry Toll twice during a broadcast, okay? He's got two tweets I want to read to you here. First of all, pollution, Zika virus, terrorism. You would have to be on drugs to go to the Olympics. That's why the Russians are going to win all the gold. <laughs> you like that? Oh, my goodness. I think that's pretty good. What else we got here? And then he's got another one here. No more sunshine, girl. Thanks a lot, climate change. Don't you love the guy? Oh, my goodness. He's so good. <laughs> Thanks, Terry. You're a good man. Now, I'm looking at Winnipeg Watch. Winnipeg Watch has 1,930 followers, and they retweeted Terry. So Terry's getting some traction tonight. On Late Night Council. That's about time, because sometimes Terry's really, really good. And uh, got some emails here, one from Mika here. John, you may be onto something with politician actors. Wasn't Justin Trudeau a drama teacher? Yeah, and you know what? And people say, well, you know, Ronald Reagan, he was an actor, and you conservatives are always telling how wonderful he is. Hey, hey, hold it. Just before you use Ronald Reagan, please do not compare him to Justin Trudeau. Ronald Reagan was the, was the elected president of the Screen Actors Guild, Guild in, this, in, in the 50s and the 60s, long before he was elected the governor of California, okay? Ronald Reagan had accomplished a whole truckload, you know, of policy and, and excellent leadership before he became the president of the United States. Justin Trudeau had a last name, and Reagan didn't have a last name, okay? Nobody knew who he was. He was basically an actor, so he would have to go against that to be taken seriously politically. Trudeau was a drama teacher who got a safe seat in Metro Montreal. Seriously now, come on, give your head a shake. Would anybody have paid attention to Justin Trudeau if his last name was, say, uh, oh, Justin Smith? Or Justin Gagnon? Let's say his name's Justin Gagnon. Would anybody have paid attention to a guy by the name of Justin Gagnon? With his legacy, his track record, his accomplishments, they wouldn't give him the time of day, and you know it. Thank you for your email, Mika. Appreciate it. And she also tells me that uh, the Sunshine Girl is still available on the Ottawa Sun's website. Oh, yeah, I'm sure people are going to the Ottawa Sun's website to check out the Sun Girl. Yeah. Well, they're still doing it. Just, you know, it's on the website. Yeah, and we know everybody goes to the web to look for pretty girls, don't they? And if you want to look for pretty girls on the web, you go to a news site, don't you? Sure you do. Yeah. You don't have to answer that question. You don't have to comment on that one. Just, just, just let that one slide, okay? 
Maureen thinks it's funny that I referred to Hillary as Shrek. Well, I didn't say she was Shrek. She just, and, 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 and I don't mean to be, you know, crass here, but, but uh, she seems like she's really gaining weight. She's looking more like Angela Merkel every day of this campaign. She's getting frumpier. She's getting wider. Her skin color is, you know, hey, if you're a fan, you want to call in and yell at me, go for it. That's what makes for good talk radio as far as I'm concerned. 343-700-4390. That's 343-700-4390. 1-844-562-4766. That's long distance. 1-844-562-4766. JC at LateNightCouncil.com. Keep it under six lines. Like the emails I've already read, they're all under six lines. And if you want to tweet at me, JW Council. So Hillary's up 50%. Trump is 42%. And, oh, I, I, oh. Every news story, every news reporter, every item on just about every news service online. And there are ten times as many news services online as there is on, you know, even cable television. You pick and choose the ones that, you know, you find credible, the ones that you can rely on. And you know what? I don't mind a left-wing news site as long as it's honest and objective, you know? Hey, they're entitled to their opinion just as much as anybody. But everybody in mainstream media, you can, you know what they're going to say. And, and the last 72 hours, everything's been, oh, Hillary's just climbing in the polls. And Trump is thinking of, uh, you know, shutting it down. And, uh, you know, his campaign's a disaster. And the Republican Party is frayed. And he doesn't stand a chance. Blah, 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 blah. These guys hate Trump more than they, you know, they hate Trump more than they love their own kids. They hate the guy. And it's pretty hard for them to hide it. When you've got that much hate, you know, it affects your objectivity. And I am no defender of Trump, but come on. Get, the, the free ride they're giving Hillary is, is unconscionable. So it's kind of a breath of fresh air for me to see Jim Warren's article in the sun here. It says, Trump is still a contender after a bad week. John, we want to hear some of it. Well, here it comes. Despite the worst week of his presidential campaign and perhaps the worst one-week performance by a presidential candidate in U.S. history, despite these fiascos, there are still tens of millions of Americans who hate Hillary Clinton every bit as much as other people, including me, are appalled by Trump. The polls say that if an election, and you've got to remember this, this is wise, what he's saying here. Whether you love Trump or you hate him, okay? The polls say if an election was held today, Clinton would win. But it won't be held today. Campaigns distort time. In politics, a day is a week. A week is a month. The election isn't until November the 8th, 93 days away. That's an eternity in politics. He's right. He's really right. Trump raised $80 bucks in political donations in July, the most money he has ever raised in a month. Most of that came in small individual donations from people who are going to vote for Trump no matter what in November. Hillary Clinton has yet to be tested by the worst, worst storms while Trump is, and he seems unfazed by it. Trump is getting attacked like crazy. It just keeps going on. They're not attacking Clinton. We have no idea how she's going to react once they start turning up the heat. But will they? I don't know. 
Chances are they won't. She's their girl. They adore her. Finally, while many U.S. voters will not publicly declare for Trump, and that's true, okay? While many U.S. voters will not publicly declare for Trump, and he's been branded as a racist and a demagogue, they will vote for him in the anonymity anonymity of a voting booth. Indeed, many voters are sympathetic to Trump because they see him as someone who is being unfairly beaten down, gang-tackled by media, politicians, and elites. They won't come out publicly for him, but when they go in that voting booth and they close the curtains and nobody can see what they're doing, I think that guy's going to get way more votes than people think he's going to get. I am not a Trump hater. I don't like the guy. I really don't like the guy. And I could go on and on about how much I don't like the guy, but I don't have to because every commentator in news media is doing that. And not enough for pointing out the sleaze and deception and outright lies of the other candidate who is getting a cakewalk. I mean, Hillary Clinton isn't, you know, some wet-behind-the-ears, know-nothing, you know, hasn't accomplished jack squat pretender like Justin Trudeau. She has been sleaze personified since she defended her pervert husband and set feminism back decades by not siding with the women that were bringing the accusations against him. Her so-called feminism went out the window for the sake of holding on to political power. One of the most hypocritical, sleazy figures in public life I have ever seen in my lifetime. And she is getting a total, she is getting a total uh, uh, skate down to the canal from mainstream media right now. But that's just my opinion. I want to hear yours. It's talk radio, you know. We traffic in opinions. 343-743-90 in Ottawa. Gatineau. Renfrew. Well, you may have to use the 1844 line in Renfrew. The Carp can use that line. And Orleans in Canada. And Aylmer. 343-700-4390. That's 343-700-4390. Now, you people that live further away, you know, like in uh, Mayo, Quebec, or Lulu, Nebraska, or No Gold Creek, Yukon, or Igloo, South Dakota, you got to use the 1844 line. That's one 562-4766. Important messages. Then back at you. Stay with us. Summertime is here, and it's time to cool off with your friends at Menchie's Frozen Yogurt. We feature 12 flavors of frozen yogurt daily, with a choice of over 55 delicious toppings to choose from. The combinations are endless. Chill out with our new fresh yogurt fruit smoothies, or be the hero at your next backyard barbecue or birthday celebration when you serve up our exquisite frozen yogurt cake to your family and friends. Visit us at 80 George Street in the Byword Market and 3091 Strandherd Drive in Barhaven. Menchie's Frozen Yogurt. We make you smile. 
Timo's 2000 Mobile Auto Cleaning. Comes right to your driveway and makes your vehicle look brand new again. Classic cars, bikes, boats, RVs, dump trucks, hot rods, tractors, transport trucks. We can even make your minivan look like the day you drove it off the lot. Did you spill too much coffee on your seat? Did Junior decide he couldn't wait till he got home? And yuck, maybe you're just long overdue for that meticulous cleaning. Maybe you want to sell the old beast. Smartest thing you can do is make it look brand new again. Timo's 2000, 613-327-8498, 613-327-8498, or go to timos2000.com. For 17 years, I've been taking my cars to Irwin's Automotion. 17 years ago, Irwin was renting space on the corner of Bank and Heron. His encyclopedic knowledge of all things mechanical and his no-bull honesty has resulted in his second move. He now operates a huge facility on Cleopatra, eight bays, and an expert staff that operate all in the same wavelength. Honesty, integrity, try to save the customers some money and headaches, but fix it right the first time. Irwin's Automotion, 34, Cleopatra. Tell them Council sent you. That'll make them smile. Seven hundred forty-three ninety. Welcome back. Three four three seven hundred forty-three ninety. And one eight four four five six two four seven six six is long distance. Well, I guess you know you can just give the election to, in the states now to Hillary because uh, it's all over the media uh, this weekend that the Communist Party in the states, yeah, they do have one. <laughs> the Communist Party has come out solidly endorsing Hillary. <laughs> Well, you surprised? You thought they were going to come out for for the Trumpster? <laughs> I could just see Hillary and her, you know, her brain trust, you know, wherever they're huddled in, you know, some kind of, you know, bunker somewhere. Oh, we got the Communist Party endorsement. Boy, there's nothing stopping us now. Commies for Hillary. See, I, I mean, there's an example of, you know, you know where this is going even before they report it. Does that surprise you? Now, if they if the commies had backed Trump, that would have been shocking. That would whoa, that would have been newsworthy. You know? Chances are that story's not even going to get, you know, in any of the Canadian newspapers. Oh yeah, the commies are are, are back in Hillary. <laughs> wow. And the Pope's Catholic. What a revelation. <laughs> and the Toronto Maple Leafs suck. 3437403390. <laughs> One eight four four five six two four seven six six. Ten year old boy over the weekend in Kansas City, Kansas, yesterday, yesterday, ten year old died on what the Guinness Book of World Records describes as the world's largest water slide in Kansas City, Kansas. Turns out this kid was the son of uh, a state legislature. Like he was a senator or like a a state congressman, high-profile, you know, uh, family. 
and uh, the kid died on a, on a water slide. And and I, you know, I I don't mean to speak ill of uh, water parks, but I don't know, boy. Yeah, how in the world could you open up a water slide? And I don't know the details. I read the article, and, and uh, I didn't bring the article to the uh, uh, show tonight because uh, you would have no problem finding it online. Just say, you know, type in 10-year-old Kansas City water park. And uh, um, that, that just rips my guts out. I can't imagine the horror of a family going through that, you know. Vacation time, you're off school, you go to a water park. And I don't know, it was one of those rides where you've got to be a certain height, you know, before you're allowed on. And uh, there was a discrepancy at first when the story came out that they were reporting that it was a 12-year-old. But the kid is not 12, he's 10. And it's possible, it's possible that he snuck in or got in and he wasn't, didn't meet the height requirement. And that was a factor. I mean, that would be enough to shut down an entire park, and rightly so as well. I, uh, uh, boy, uh, how many times, you know, have you heard about, you know, deaths and injuries in amusement parks? I know for a fact that, you know, there are big name amusement parks, particularly Disney. Anything that goes wrong in Disney parks, well, they play it down like you wouldn't believe. There was a, uh, uh, you might remember in the news about three weeks ago, a three or four year old kid was, uh, was killed at a Disney resort by a crocodile in Florida. And uh, it was played down big time. Super secretive. Oh, you don't mention anything about that. That'd be a good project for a good investigative reporter, don't you think? You know, go after some of these amusement parks for, you know, their misrepresentation of how safe and their rides are. I get nervous at amusement parks. I really do, you know. My grandkids are, are uh, almost seven and five, and they are the they are the light of my life, boy. And the thought of anything happening to them, pfft, can't imagine. I can't imagine. And, I mean, you go to music parks, and you hear a lot of screams. You know? And the rides are promoted as death-defying. Take a risk. Yeah, certainly puts a new, uh, a whole new spin on things when a an innocent ten year old kid dies. Eh? Wow, wow. That is just uh, absolutely mind blowing. And uh, you know, you, you experience the grief of the family. You know, we feel it here. I don't even know the kid. I'll never, probably never meet the family. But boy, you you can't help but be struck by the, you know, the 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 grief that that family must be going through. Three four three seven hundred forty three ninety, in the capital region, one eight four four five six two four seven six six. This is something that uh, I found profound, and I came across this information the last couple of days. And you know, you hear, uh, and I, this is one of the reasons why I don't trust politicians. I don't trust any of them. I don't trust. I don't care if they're left wing, right wing, Republican, Democrat, liberal, NDP, conservative libertarian, I do not trust any of them. 
I have a stigma that you got to prove to me that you're on the level. you got to prove to me that you're not a lying, thieving, conniving snake in the grass because that's the default in my mind of what a politician is. Politicians in North America will say anything to get elected. They will bend the truth, they will deceive, and they know that nobody's going to hold them to account so they continue to carry on like they carry on. Now, here's a perfect example, okay? Came across this info, and this is, you know, this is not a breaking story here. And you know that uh, Barack Obama and, you know, the, the, and he's just one example of a sleazy politician. This was a comment that he made on gun violence in the states, okay? He said, we as a country will have to reckon with the fact that this type of crass violence does not happen in other advanced countries. It doesn't happen in other places with this kind of frequency. That's a blatant lie. Because I just got some facts sent to me, and uh, it's quite credible, you know, where these uh, stats come from. The frequency of mass public shootings, he said it doesn't happen in any other country. There are, there are 10 countries, and the study lists them, where it shows uh, the number of people killed by mass public shootings between 2009 and 2015. The United States comes in on 11th, and we're not talking third world countries like Nigeria and you know Syria that are experiencing violence. No, no, we're talking, well, I'll list some of the countries here. Czech Republic, Belgium, Finland, Switzerland, Slovakia, France. All of those countries experienced more mass public shootings from 2009 than 2015. And Obama's got mainstream media, you know, not holding them to account when he says, oh, this is the only country that it happens in. And there's more. And there's more blatant lies. And, and uh, you ought to not trust anything that comes out of a politician's mouth. Nothing. Nothing. Don't believe anything they say unless you verified it. Because they've been known to deceive. That, that is their modus operandi. That is their default position. And until that changes, I would be very, very leery of anything that comes out of their mouths. Anything. Got a lot more to say on this, but we got to go to an information break. I got to suck back some free air. So one thing that the liberals in Ontario haven't taxed yet. Right back after that. Stay with us. Oh, this is so much better than a news break. And most news breaks, all they have is bad news anyway. Well, you're going to hear some good news. Just stay right where you are. But you get a line while I'm catching my breath. 343-700-4390 in eastern Ontario, western Quebec, or 1-844-562-4766. That's 1-844-LNC-IS-ON. You can email me, jc at latenightcouncil.com. Keep it under six lines. And you can tweet at us at JWCouncil. Don't sweat it. I know I gave you those numbers pretty quick. I'm going to give them up before this break is over. Unfiltered, unfettered, uncensored. I have one program director now. God. I don't always follow through on my instructions, right? But he makes it pretty clear what he wants. What do you want? 
What do you like? What ticks you off? I want to hear from you. Listener feedback means a lot. Almost means as much as what the program director wants. And don't forget you can download all our shows for podcast anytime. TuneIn.com seems to be the best and easiest way to hook up with us. Or if you prefer Google Play, that seems to work too. LateNightCouncil.com. Stay with us. Monday and Tuesday, it's news. Often some pretty good guests, too. Wednesday, it's Ask the Pastor. Thursday nights, we repeat the Ask the Pastor broadcast from the night before. And then Friday night, well, we fool around on Friday. We give stuff away. We have fun because that's what you're supposed to do on Friday. And if you miss any of the shows, well, that's what podcasts are for. 343 4390 That's 343-700-4390. That is the Eastern Ontario and Western Quebec line, the whole capital region. And 1-844-562-4766. That's long distance. 1-844-562-4766. Of course you can advertise on Late Night Council. In fact, the ad space is quickly getting claimed. Get in now while the rates are still low. Email me at jc at latenightcouncil.com for more details. Four three seven hundred forty three ninety. That's three four three seven hundred forty three ninety in the capital region. One eight four four five six two four seven six six. I think I'm going to play that Rice Krispies commercial before we say goodnight tonight. In the last segment, if you're just tuning in, Friday night on Freebie Fridays, as part of our, we were doing commercials. Okay, I was playing iconic commercials, and people were calling in and naming the, you know, the products that were being sold. And as part of my research and going around the web, you know, digging up this stuff, I came across a number of commercials done by iconic rock bands. And I've already played it once tonight. I've got to play it again. It's just so unbelievable. I've got a commercial of the Rolling Stone, the Rolling Stones doing a Rice Krispies commercial in 1964. It's, it's got to be heard to be believed. I mean, it's incredible. So for those of you that stick with us, you know, till you know, like five to eleven, or just before we end off tonight, we will play that that Rice Krispies commercial for you tonight. That's just unadulterated, one hundred percent, no holds barred, fun. Speaking of one hundred, I'll get to that in a second. I, I want to finish this thought here of uh, uh, my distrust for politicians, and I don't, I don't trust them at all. Got a quote here from Senator Harry Reid on gun violence in the States. The United States is the only... He said this, and nobody called him a liar. 
Nobody told him to produce facts. He said the United States is the only advanced country where this type of mass violence occurs, commenting on, you know, the mass shootings that took place a while back in Charleston, South, uh, uh, South Carolina. Remember that? And they're using it, you know, to get more restrictive on gun laws and everything. And, you know, and they should. You know, I think the gun laws in the states are stupid. I think I, and I'm fully for the right to bear arms. But, you know, if, if, if somebody's got a, 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 a history of violent mental illness and that person can still get a gun, come on. There's nothing wrong with background checks, you know. Or if somebody's got a prison record, you know, a, 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 a criminal record, and they can buy a gun, what, are you crazy? And that's why that topic down in the States is so polarized, you know. They can't even talk about it because the NRA doesn't want any restrictions. And the gun control people, you know, they're mania- maniacal on the other side. But you got Obama and you got Harry Reid saying, the United States is the only advanced country where this hat takes place. We've really got to do something. And I'm just looking at this study, and it's quite authoritative. Forgive me, I'm sorry I don't have the source of it, and because uh, uh, I cut and pasted it into Word, into uh, MS Word, and uh, uh, the source didn't come out there. But, I, but trust me, I would not be putting this forward if it wasn't a very, very credible uh, uh, study that was done. There are at least 10 countries where uh, uh, mass public shootings are higher and public violence, guns, with, with guns, is higher than it is in the States. Now, it's, it's from 2009 to December 2015. It has Norway at the top. Now, you've got to qualify that because Norway had that mass shooting where that nutcase killed all those kids, killed 87 of them, or you know, high number. So I discount that. That was a, a single event that took place. But even if you take away that single event, it compares death rates per million people from mass public shootings from 2009 to 2015. And, and Norway deserves to be in the top ten, and it deserves to be ahead of the states by sheer numbers of what, you know, has happened there. And the violence has, you know, greatly escalated in Norway because of, uh, uh, you know, uh, Scandinavia taking in so many uh, uh, violent immigrants. Um, but Serbia is there. France. In fact, France, deaths per million between 09 and 15, the United States had .089 deaths per million. Because of mass shootings. 0.089. France's was 0.347. In other words, more than four times as many people killed in mass public shootings in France in that period of time than in the United States. France! Czech Republic, Belgium, Finland, and Switzerland all had more deaths from public mass shootings than the United States. Slovakia, Albania, Macedonia, France, Serbia, and Norway. Those are all countries that were ahead of the states. And those politicians down there say, we're the only country where this happens. We really got to do something. What a bunch of liars. I, it's just, I wouldn't trust a politician as far as I could throw them. Sorry. In fact, I will not trust anything until they prove themselves to me. They've got to prove to me that they're trustworthy. They've got to prove to me that they're not lying snakes in the grass. And that is irrespective of a political party. And a lot of them are a lot worse than others. Trump Trudeau. You ever think of that? You ever maybe, you know, you don't have your iPhone on listening to tunes, or maybe you forgot it, 
or maybe it's out of power, and you're going home on the bus, and your mind is wandering. You got a half hour, forty five minute ride, and you're kind of looking out the window, and you know you pass by Toys R Us, and you think, hmm, Trump, Trudeau, T R U. You ever notice that? Trudeau and Trump, both of them have the same first three letters in their name. And both of them, their letters match the acronym for Toys R Us. So I think it's obvious. Neither one of them want to grow up. They want to be Toys R Us kids. I don't want to grow up. I'm a toy. I don't want to grow up. My name is Donald Trump. I don't want to grow up. My name is SpongeBob Trudeau. I think that's significant. You think that's just coincidence. I think that's significant right there. That Trudeau, Trump, both of them, the first three letters of their last name is the same as the acronym for Toys R Us. That is not a coincidence. I think that's significant. And you Bible prophecy, you know, fans out there, I'm sure you could come up with some type of obscure scripture that proves that one of them's the Antichrist. Call in on Wednesday night and promote your theory. 343-700-4390. You know what? This is getting a little bit silly here. We should probably bring it back here by bringing an authoritative, credible caller on. And uh, Mike's always got great takes. And he usually calls in, you know, last half hour or so. Mike, are you there? I'm here. Are you ready to go? Um, are you ready to go? Are you ready to talk some sense into this program, Mike? Well, I'll do my best. There's a lot on the table there. I was, you know, I, I don't disagree with your take on not all, but many politicians. Most, I, but I most. I, okay, myself, hold it, hold it. Yeah, I, yep. I said all. Okay, in my opinion, the default is sleazy. Will say anything to get elected, irrespective of party. Okay, it has to be proven to me otherwise by each individual candidate that they're not like that. In other words, they're guilty, in my opinion, until proven innocent. Just to clarify, go ahead. Well, just just imagine though that a lot because we know um, that a lot of people feel much the same way when it comes to religion, Christianity, and rightly Judaism, so, and rightly uh, so, and and yeah, and, but I mean, we also know as people of faith that those the church is headed by flawed, sinful men as well. I mean, they do their best to be as Christ-like as possible or as God-like as possible, but. You know they are just they still fall short. That's that's what we come to learn. And I mean, I look at the Bible, and I I would not dismiss what the Bible has to say because I don't know my pastor. Not talking you, but just saying if I decided my pastor I didn't like what he was saying, or I didn't trust him, or I thought he was lying to me, or did something bad, uh, I'm throwing the Bible in the garbage. See, the reason I bring that up is because as I watch the politicians and, and what goes on, we've turned this into like team sport rather than we've, we've taken our focus so off the ball of liberty, of limited government. Um, of course, that's where I believe other people want totalitarian government. I mean, there's I don't know that they necessarily think that's what they're getting when they vote Democrat. Some of them do, I guess. I don't know. Uh, people that back Trump. I mean, I've I've heard some unbelievable statements from people that support Trump. I told you one time I heard uh, a caller into Mark Levin's radio program who said, I, I know that the choice, this was during the primary, uh, was between Barabbas and Jesus, and we've chosen Barabbas, and we're prepared to live with it. So uh, Trump backers actually said, w- w- yeah. you know, a Barabbas over Christ here. 
we we realize we're fully aware that we are choosing Barabbas over Christ, but we're okay. prepared to live with it. Now, 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 uh, Mike, I have to tell you something. I'm looking at my software here, and that brilliant mm-hmm. take and that brilliant opinion you just shared, okay, and, and I guess, you know, people that are listening in right now, you're going to have to hear it on the podcast, because our software cut out for 60 seconds while you were given that, uh, that, that brilliant take there, okay? And I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to ask you, I know it's pushing you a little bit, but I'm going to ask you just to repeat that for the sake of people that are listening live right now. Okay, this you're you're saying a, that there was a sure. Trump supporter, a Trump supporter that called in on one of the American talk shows that said, "Yeah, we know the yep. knock on Trump," and I'm paraphrasing here, but we realize that we have chosen Barabbas over Jesus here, and we're we're quite comfortable really to go with that. Yep, and I've read other comments very similar. One uh, comment on one of the news sites or whatever said something to the effect of um, principles. We'd love to win on principles, but I don't want to lose on principles. And, uh, you know, principles are great, but that and two bucks will get you a cup of coffee. Yeah, so winning, winning is way more important than, you know, taking a stand for, you know, for instance, in the States, the Constitution. Taking a stand for morality. Taking a stand for uh, purity over, you know, sleaze. Winning is everything. Yeah, exactly. Winning is everything. Win at all costs. Even if you have to cheat. Even if you have to lie, win. Yeah, this is Saul Alinsky. This is what the Democrats follow. Obama was a, a, an Alinsky follower. He taught Alinsky. Okay, who's Saul? Um, so who's Saul so remind the listeners who Saul Alinsky is. Saul Alinsky was a community organizer. Everybody knows Obama was big on He was a community organizer. We all joked about it at first. Um, he wrote a book called uh, Rules for Radicals. This guy was a, a lunatic. Uh, he, he His essential... He boiled it down to ends justify the means. Um, so, so say whatever you got to say, do whatever you got to do to get power. Pretty much. And that's pretty much what Trump has done. And the people who supported him were not, yes, yeah, some of them were fooled. Okay, there's people that follow Trump and they literally thought he was an outsider. But there were people who knew much, far better than that. And yet they too openly were candid about the fact that yeah, but, they wanted a but guy Mike, to listen, a, kni- Mike, a gun to a knife fight. Mike, hold on here, okay? Like, I, I know pretty much where you stand politically, but you're falling into the trap like everybody else is. Here you are, calling my show, pounding on Trump like everybody in the world is. Where is the voices that should be pounding on Hillary Clinton? How come she's well, getting a free cakewalk, even from a guy like you, Mike? You know, you oh, call into my show and you, you call into my show, Mike. Mike, listen, you call into my show. You never say jack squat about the sleaze and the garbage that Hillary Clinton has been living and she's been promoting. All I ever hear from you is how much of a, lo- a, a louse and a jackass Donald Trump is. You don't have to do that. Uh, Mainstream I, media is doing I, that for I, you. I would love to hear your brilliant mind and your wonderful takes I'd like to hear the other side on, you know, the person who needs to have her feet held to the flame more than anybody in the American race right now is, uh, you know, the uh, the female version of Shrek right now. I've said on your program many times, Hillary actually belongs in jail. The evidence is out there. It's not even a case of, uh, well, we hasn't been adjudicated. The evidence is so out there, it's, not, uh, it's unbelievable. She absolutely should be in jail. She shouldn't even... She shouldn't even have a security clearance. People have been persecuted, prosecuted, and are in Leavenworth or in other place in jail, 
and, and un- unable to even get security clearance for far less than what she had. She's unbelievable. She's gotten people killed in Benghazi. She is directly responsible for that stuff. And, I mean, the, uh, they're probably two of the most the, – the Clintons are probably the most corrupt politicians, I think, that have ever held office. Now, now so why, have- why do we not hear more, you know, rhetoric like that? I mean, when somebody's that bad – and, and again, Mike, you know this. I am not a Trump fan. But when somebody's as nope. bad as Clinton, I mean, to, to, for the media to be pounding on Trump all the time, it makes me feel like, you know, half the people that are doing the reporting in media are as sleazy and are as guilty and as culpable for the crimes that are going on in the States right now as she is. Well, let's be honest. I mean, the media was like, first off, they gave the only reason Donald Trump is there is because they gave that same kid glove treatment to Trump. They took out Cruz and and other conservatives, even even rhinos that I didn't support. They took all of them out and made sure Trump was the last guy standing. Trump was the one candidate that stood on that stage for maybe the exception of Lindsey Graham. And even Lindsey Graham maybe was polling better than Hillary. Trump was the one candidate that consistently lost in the poll matchups with Hillary. And guess who they're, who's standing there? And, and the polls are not only showing that he's losing, he's losing bad. It's not just – this isn't spin anymore. It's, it's not just the battleground states, which is – you know, most states are, tend to be either always Republican or always Democrat. You've got a hand few that flip back and forth. Those are the battleground states. Those are all breaking for Hillary in big numbers. But not only that – States that were solidly red, places like Georgia, and I think even Utah is starting to come into question. Utah is one of the most conservative states in the union, and and it's uh, starting to be questionable whether he's going to get it. She's pulling ahead of him. I I think Georgia hasn't voted Democrat since Bill Clinton in 92 or whatever it was. I mean, that's how long. And yet Trump is doing this to himself. Trump is out there attacking conservative still and his big way of unifying the party is you got to vote for me you have to you got no choice that's really not well when he's okay but when okay but but mike when he says that he's Mm -hmm. telling the truth because i know how sleazy no he's not oh are you kidding me with 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 the with the other choice being hillary clinton you can see why that why that a, is welcome. There are, there you, in the states, they can do write-ins. They have other candidates. There's no write-in there going to. There's no write-in that's going to come him. close to either one of them, Mike. You know that. Doesn't matter. Not one. I, there are a lot of people who are not going to support him or her. They they absolutely will not support either. That is a choice to not support. Either I can't of those two bad see candidates. the hatred being enough for anybody to be a possibility to dethrone either one of them. It's not, a, it's not a question of hatred. It's a question of they are both anti-constitutionalists. They are both against the Constitution. They do not stand for liberty. They do not stand for limited government. They're both authoritarians. They both believe in just give me lots of power. You know that Donald Trump, who was Mr. Outsider, he cut a deal with the establishment, and now the establishment is out there kneecapping and taking out other conservatives. There was a conservative in uh, uh, Kansas who was – the one who took on John Boehner uh, as speaker. He was the first one to come out against them. Well, the, the, the establishment went in there and crushed that, that conservative candidate. And uh, he, Donald Trump just came out today uh, to support John McCain, who hasn't supported uh, Trump yet. But John McCain is in the battle of his life 
because he's got a, a Tea Party conservative challenging him who actually could take it from him. And there's Trump back in, again, yeah. the establishment yeah. candidate. Yeah. So, I mean, there, and, 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 and Ted Cruz, he's still, and the Republican establishment and, and Donald Trump are still going after Ted Cruz. Ted Cruz is, uh, is an election, his isn't for another couple more years. And yet they're already finding candidates and putting big money in to go in there and take him out. Well, it, it, not only is the election really looking bad for Trump in terms of White House, it's also starting to look like the Senate is going to go back to Democrats. That means that not only will Hillary or Trump put up the nominee, it's the Senate who confirms and puts somebody on that court. Well, all of this nonsense is starting to cost. When Ted Cruz gave his speech, I mean, he, he, he begged people, we got to pay attention to those lower tickets, and he got booed off the stage by Trump supporters. Now the, now the Senate is in jeopardy, and so too is the House. Mike? Hillary's going to have the blank check that, that, that Obama had. Mike, I love your passion, and I want to say something to you. Since we've been online here and free from corporate radio, I would suggest that you're the best caller I've had since we've been online, buddy. Love your well, call. Considering you've got James too. <laughs> love your calls, man. Love your. I don't always agree right. with you, but man, I love your passion and I love what you bring to the program. Always good to have you on. Thank I'm you. out of time. Got to let you go. When we get back, might be able to squeeze in a call or two, and you are going to hear the Rolling Stones doing a commercial for Rice Krispies before we leave you tonight. How cool is that? Stay with us. Summertime is here. It's time to cool off with your friends at Menchie's Frozen Yogurt. We feature 12 flavors of frozen yogurt daily with a choice of over 55 delicious toppings to choose from. The combinations are endless. Chill out with our new fresh yogurt fruit smoothies or be the hero at your next backyard barbecue or birthday celebration when you serve up our exquisite frozen yogurt cake to your family and friends. Visit us at 80 George Street in the Byword Market and 3091 Strandherd Drive in Barhaven. Menchie's Frozen Yogurt. We make you smile. Who's that man makes Shawarma taste like no one can? The Garlic King! And he can do anything. Wears a crown, golden shoes, and a royal gown. The Garlic King! So tasty. Man, this food is so good. Don't talk with your mouth full. I'm just talking about the king. And I can dig it. Discover why Really Lebanese is Ottawa's best shawarma. Really Lebanese, home of the Garlic King. St. Joseph Boulevard beside Pizza Hut in Orleans. Garlic, I love it. Timo's 2000 Mobile Auto Cleaning comes right to your driveway and makes your vehicle look brand new again. Classic cars, bikes, boats, RVs, dump trucks, hot rods, tractors, transport trucks. We can even make your minivan look like the day you drove it off the lot. Did you spill too much coffee on your seat? Did Junior decide he couldn't wait till he got home? And yuck, maybe you're just long overdue for that meticulous cleaning. Maybe you want to sell the old beast. Smartest thing you can do is make it look brand new again. Timo's 2000, 613-327-8498, 613-327-8498, or go to timos2000.com.
Josh, Josh is playing fun music. Here. It's going to get a lot funner before we got to say goodnight tonight. And again, give me about a minute or two here. Uh, I've got uh, the Rolling Stones queued up doing a Rice Krispies commercial. Yeah, snap, crackle, pop. I'm not kidding you. It's got to be heard to be believed. If you weren't listening earlier in the program tonight or you missed Freebie Fridays, okay? And it was the best of the lot. I mean, the Jefferson Airplane doing the Levi's commercial was just plain freaky. It was just weird. Iron Butterfly doing band roll-on, that was, that was quite funny, too. <laughs> Although they were trying to be serious, you know? Moody Blues doing a Coke commercial was kind of like a romantic thing, and you know, oh man. And then the Who doing a Coke commercial as well. That was all on Friday night. See what you missed on Friday night? Well, you can download the podcast, but you know, when when you hear that stuff live, I I don't know. That's to me, live is so much better than a podcast. Although I don't want to discount podcasts because about four times as many of you are listening to the show by a podcast as you are live. But you can't call in on a podcast, can you? You can only call in on on a live show. And you've still got time to do that. If you want to get in the last word, you want to make that statement that kind of seals it for the night, got to do it right now. You're running out of time. 343-700-4390. That's 343-700-4390. 1-844-562-4766. That's 1-844-562-4766. I don't have time to take any more uh, emails or tweets. But uh, and all I got is Meladool. That's the guy's last name. He didn't sign it here. Let's see if he did. It's got dot, dot, dot. Yeah, Meladool, he did sign it. God bless you, Meladool. Hi, John. Many Canadians I talk to, they don't like Donald Trump. Oh, gee, <laughs> you think? <laughs> Especially when he proposed to ban Muslims from entering the United States. Yeah, it's, that's got everybody ticked off. Our government, headed by Justin Trudeau, won't even bother to comment on U.S. elections. And he's smart if he does it because he's got to work with either one of them. I mean, Trudeau is just, I mean, he is just hoping and praying that Hillary's going to get in. I mean, Hillary's got, Hillary's got Justin in her back pocket, you know. They are, they're, they're cut from the same cloth. Say anything to get elected. All image over substance. And, uh, and, and Trudeau hates Trump. Just hates him. And you can tell that he is just, he is just. He's frustrated that he's, you know, it, it's really bad politics for him to say anything negative about, you know, somebody before they're elected. But I'm glad you picked up on that, Melody. Okay, here it is. And I'll say a bit just after it here. As promised, here's the Rolling Stones selling Rice Krispies. Wake up in the morning, there's a snap around the place. Wake up in the morning, there's a crackle in your face. Wake up in the morning, there's a pop that really says Rice Krispies to you. And you, and you, for all the milk and listen to the sand that says it's nice. For all the milk and listen to the crackle of that rice. Get up in the morning to the pop that says it's rice. Hear them talking, Chris. Rice Krispies. Pretty good, huh? <laughs> That's that's staying on my playlist. I'm telling you, that is awesome. See what you miss when you don't tune on Freebie Fridays. Wait till you hear what we're cooking up in the next couple weeks. As soon as I can share this stuff with you, I will. Thanks for tuning in. Back at it tomorrow night, nine o'clock. All the latest stuff and your calls. Have a decent evening.
Thank you. 